0: Welcome to episode 007 of It's Just a Talk. My name is Mauricio. I'm your host, and I'm so freaking excited to finally be back with y'all. Ah, it's been way too long. I miss y'all. I send you so many hugs, porque los extraño mucho. Once again, this is It's Just a Talk Yo soy Mauricio I mean, ¿Qué más voy a hacer? Entonces, it's Just a Talk is the show Where we talk a little truth, we talk a little tea And we always leave some time To talk some shit Because you know, we are your millennial LGBT, political, everything podcast Y aquí estoy otra vez Porque ya no me van a sacar de aquí de sus oídos Entonces, today's episode Is being brought to you By the Chocolate Carlos B I mean, if you're a Latino if you're Mexican, you remember Carlos B. That has a little king on it. And you know, I just remember whenever going to la going to Food for Less or La Superior or whatever I would go shopping with my mother. Cause you know the gay one had to go shopping with my mother. I'm the one who went shopping with her. I'm the one who went to the laundry with her. Because I actually enjoy these things because it's called being cleanly. I'm the only one that like to cook with her. So I know how to cook. And so Carlos B was that chocolate that she would always buy me. She did not like those Snickers. She liked not no Reese's. She would buy me those Carlos B. It's a milk chocolate. Entonces, so, if you never had a Carlos B, you need to go to your local, uh, you know, Spanish um, tienda and buy some Carlos B. I mean, porque. Porque qué no? Uh, so that's why it's being brought to you by Carlos B. Uh, so are you ready? Because I'm ready. And this is episode 007, where we are going to talk some tea, talk some true, and of course, we'll talk some shit. This is the election episode. Let's get this going. Look at us and they charge twice. I have my own washing machine. What will you have, though, to keep clean? blue. <laughs> America, I wanna be in America, I really wanna stay in America, so, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so welcome to episode 007, my name is Mauricio once again, I'm gonna continue to introduce myself because I'm so excited to be here with y'all again, I have missed y'all, I'm gonna continue to say that all episodes, sorry, I apologize in advance. Um, So, how was my week? There's another episode of, how was your week? Um, All the music today and the theme is going to be very America- uh, because it's an election episode. I mean, the election is happening in those days. When this comes out, it's gonna be like next day, and those that we gotta be ready. You know, it's gonna be on el seis de noviembre. It should be a holiday. Actually, Obama was trying to make it a holiday so that every every state would have their election day off, so that more people would be able to vote. But you know that would make too much sense. So it was pushed, It was you know, it was pushed down. It didn't pass. So how was my week? Yo, I have not had a week... I am not kidding with you. I have been so darn busy. Que no he hacer the last episode that I made was before I went to my conference. And I couldn't record at the conference. Porque estamos ahí todo el fin de semana. Estamos ahí viernes, sábado, domingo. Uh, I'm part of staff for this conference. And we basically um, bring 100-plus high school juniors um, from L.A. And we teach them about the Chicana Movement. We teach them about... Castro and, like, him, like, how he helped with the walkouts of the 1960s. We teach him about college, about being first-generation, about um, scholarship. They have a lot of amazing speakers. Uh, that Every time I, I go to this conference, meh, meh. They inspire me, especially uh, Dr. Robin Abelard. If You should Google her. She's an amazing woman. Uh, but, yeah, so I was there, and my plan was to record the weekend after. Pero, coño, no no tenido nada de tiempo. Estaba trabajando para measure A, the Oakland Children's Initiative, literally 24-7. Estaba trabajando de 11 a 12, a veces 3 horas al día, and 7 days a week. Like, I have not had a day off. Like, including those days that I was gone for the conference, if I include those days, because technically I was working 24-7, the conference days, I've had 21 straight days of work. El día de la lección va a ser 22 three straight days of work. Entonces, you know, things happen to you when you've been working forever. Things like uh, you fall asleep while you're recording. I started recording last weekend, last Sunday, um, and I fell asleep. I couldn't. And then el lunes, I literally set up at a record, and there's like 30 minutes of me just snoring. Porque me quedo dormido en el closet. Like, I mean, I know I came out of the closet and I recorded in this closet, pero me quedo dormido. Like, I literally was snoring in the closet. So I said, like, you know what? I'm going to try to sleep it off this week and on Sunday I'll make this an election um, episode. So you know, uh, Mr. A has been kicking my ass. That's how my week has been. I even missed my favorite event of the whole year, which is a de los Muertos event that they have here in the Fruitville Village, because uh, I live right on the Fruitville Village. If you're a stalker, I don't live there. If you're not a stalker, I live right above. Uh, <laughs> entonces, I missed it because I needed to go to work. It was more, like, the election is more important. Uh, if I Sure, I would be keep talking about Measure A, but Measure A would definitely drastically expand um, preschool for four-year-olds in Oakland by allowing all four-year-olds in Oakland to go to preschool, uh, we're. It's really important and this is why I continue to just give it my all every day and every day trying to have everybody go out and vote um, if you're in other states and you're listening to this and you did not vote I'm going to you know mentally slap the bejesus out of you if you are in other states and you voted I love you even more if you're in California you better vote I mean and there's different things that you can do to vote um, if you have your absentee valid please remember to send it if you're mailing by if you're voting by mail and you haven't sent it yet, you can turn it in at any voting site the day of if it's a mailing ballot. If you're voting, uh, you know, the Mas Para Votar, you can find your polling place on my Instagram at It's Just a Talk um, on IG. I put it on my link so you can find your polling place. Um, If for any reason you get to your polling place and they can't find you on the the list, you can ask for an absentee ballot. It is by law that they allow you to ask for an absentee ballot, and you may are allowed to vote. Uh, do not leave if they they don't have you. No, ask for an absentee valet. This is what other states are doing to prevent people from voting. Um, just do it. It is our right as a citizen to vote. And if you are out there marching for our brothers and sisters to protect DACA, to people who cannot vote, and, and you do not vote yourself, you are wasting your vote. And you're basically telling all the people that cannot vote that their voice don't matter because they are giving you the power to vote for them entonces vayan a votar o si no se van a votar como bolas eh? porque se van a inflar de panzones porque if you don't vote I'm sending you that curse, that Sabrina the Teenage Witch curse. If you don't vote, you're going to bloat. And then you're really going to vote. Pero a votar, you're going to bounce. Um, yeah, like, my week has been crazy. Um, my weeks have been crazy. I feel like everything has just, like, meshed together. Ya ni siquiera sé quién soy. Like, I've been, like, delirious to the death's degree. Um I mean, I don't know what else to say. I know Halloween happened, and I had, like, you know, a really good costumes. I literally thought of my costumes the day of. Like, my first costume, I went to my friend Janet and Pancho's uh, party, um, and my first costume, I was, um, who was I? I was, like, from Coven. I thought it was awesome. And then on that Saturday for Halloween, I was freaking out, and I was telling my friend Jimmy, no way I eat. I'm not going to go to this party. No, no. I don't know who I'm going to be. People expect me to be great. Um, and by people, I mean me. I was like, last year, I was like a bomb-ass costume. I was Spectre um, Gadget, and I made that. I was like, I need to be better than that. Y no sé si me pego la cabeza. I was in Target, y se me pego la cabeza, like... Oh my God! I'm gonna be Miranda from the Devil Wears Prada, and I was at Target, so I just bought shit, and I carefully took off the tag, and then I returned that shit. I mean, if you're from Target and you're listening to this, I actually did not use it. But if you're not from Target, bitch, it was a great costume. And <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna move on to uh, you know our person of the week, and then we're gonna get into actually well, I'm gonna move on to our question of the week, and it might be helpful for you that don't know who to vote for because this is episode. 007. it's our election episode. Coming. back to the part of the show where I have a question of the week and that was a really slow intro because, like, I had like a brain fart, like real quick. It's gonna come pedo. like brain queef. uh porque I just couldn't think about like what I was about to say. I haven't slept in a while. I've been working. You, you heard. You heard. I don't need to repeat it. It's como parece campana, si te sigo diciendo que I worked a lot. Entonces va a decir, okay, we get it, Mauricio. You've been working a lot. Now shut up and tell us what the question of the week is. The question of the week, actually, this week, I wanted to be some. Somewhat helpful for the election a lot of people have been asking like hey Mauricio like what should I vote for blah blah, blah. so I'm gonna make it kind of easy for you I got my little quick reference California general election if you're not in California you can hear about what Californians are doing maybe get an idea for the next election so that you can get enough signatures up in this paper and get it you know your state to do this too so I'm going to tell you about the propositions, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit about the propositions, and then I'm going to tell you the people that are running for the what they're running, and then I'm going to tell you what they think about that, and then hopefully we'll get going. And I sound crazy right now, but it's cool because I'm a little crazy. Uh, all right, so Prop 1 in California authorizes bonds to fund specified housing assistance programs. Uh, the pro of Prop 1 is that affordable housing, uh, it would have affordable housing for veterans, working families, seniors, people with disabilities, and Californians experiencing homelessness from California's severe housing crisis. Um, the con is that Proposition 1 would authorize the state to borrow $4 billion by selling bonds um, for housing programs. The housing shortage steaming from the influx of millions to Californians requires far bigger solutions, says the opposition. And then I have this little sheet that I got from um, the Get Out the Vote, the the Democratic Party, because we share an office with them at uh, Measure A, we share an office with Prop Sits, as well with we No one Prop Sits, as well as with the Get Out the Vote Democratic Party and so they have all these sheets like, who did the Democratic Party endorse? So in case you vote by party um, on Prop 1, that Democratic Party say yes because it will create affordable housing for veterans, working families, disabled seniors, homeless without raising taxes. So that's the thing about Prop Eight; it does not raise taxes. Uh, Prop two authorizes bonds to fund existing housing programs for individuals with mental illness. Uh, the pro for this would be that it will support housing and treatment for the homeless people living with serious mental illness who cannot work for themselves and provide housing for themselves. So Prop 2 will give all, all, allocate money to have housing for them. The con is that it will take up to five point six billion away from the severely mentally ill to fund bonds to build them just for housing without requiring treatment and it will force many more into homelessness. It is unnecessary, according to the con party. El Party Democratic, all this party really makes me want to party. Uh, but I can't yesterday I was supposed to go to a party one of my friends here. It felt really bad. I was getting ready I showered I was getting ready and my ass fell asleep And by that time it was a little too late um, The Democratic Party says yes on two because it delivers housing with mental health services to alleviate chronic homelessness In California, we have a huge homeless population. I'm sure we do in all over the country. Um, But California, actually, especially the Bay Area, has some of the highest rates of unsheltered homeless, uh, which is an issue. If you hear me turning pages, because I really am, I'm reading for the book that you probably got and you probably are too lazy to read, so I'm just helping you out here. Uh, Prop 3 authorizes bonds to fund projects for water supply and quality water fish, wildlife, water conveyance, and groundwater sustainability and storage initiative statute. This one, I literally had to read the actual prop, because just a little quick reference, I was like, ¿Qué, qué? What am I voting for? Uh, the pro says that Yes on 3 secures safe, reliable, and clean water for California. The con says it gives money to lots of organizations and doesn't really give like to an actual like people that are going to fit in it. The Democratic Party says yes. It doesn't say anything about 3.0. I mean, and it's cool because, like, I don't know how to say three. I would say yes, but uh, you can make your own decision when you read this little booklet. Uh, Prop four will authorize bonds funding construction at hospitals providing children's health care initiative statute. Uh, California, the process California Children's Hospital provides specialized care for over 2 million sick children each year, uh, and this will give them more money. Prop four will authorize the state. I mean, the con says that it would authorize the state to borrow $1.5 billion from construction and special nonprofit. Uh, the Democratic says, yes, I'm pro- for because it would provide specialized care for two million, 2 million seriously ill and injured kids all year, a year, uh, regardless of family income. So it would go to, like, the children's hospital. they like, don't charge families if their child is sick. Uh, Proposición 5 will change requirements for certain property owners to transfer their property tax base to replacement property. Uh, it will initiate a constitutional amendment and statute. Uh, the Democratic says no, porque it will take up to $2 million per year from schools and from local services to give a tax advantage to the wealthiest property owners. Uh, the pro is that it will eliminate the moving penalty that's currently hurt seniors and severely disabled Californians. Con says it doesn't build any new housing to help first-time home buyers purchase homes. And como yo dije, the Democratic Party said no a cinco. Uh, Prop 6 will eliminate certain road repair and transportation funding, requires certain fuel taxes and vehicle fees, be approved by the Electoral Initiative Constitutional Amendment. The pro says vote yes on SITS because it will lower gas prices. Con says all these different people that are urging you to vote no on SITS because it will jeopardize the safety of bridges and roads. El pa, el, la Fiesta democrática de California dice no on CITS because it stopped the attack on bridge and road safety. So basically SITS will allocate all the money that we've given to like, make bridges and roads safe safer in our country. I mean, not in the country, in the state. And it will allocate that so the gases are not as high, and it would basically subsidize that money. So we won't pay a lot of the pump, but then our roads won't be safe. So it's a give and take. Do you want to pay less and maybe have a not safe road that you might die in? Or do you want to continue to pay the gas prices and have safe um, roads? It's been a uh, a controversial one. Like I said, we share the nuances no uh with our thing with our office. Prop seven. Prop prop, como que prop. prop seven confirms California daylight saving time to federal law. A pro will be that it will end by annual time changes and medical researchers and economists agreed as hazardous to the health and productivity of school children. Uh, the con is that Proposition 7 allows for the permanent daylight saving time, subject to be federal approval. Eh, La Fiesta Democrática say yes on 7 because it will save lives and money by stopping dangerous time changes. Look, I don't know about you... But I like this time of year, when I get an extra hour of sleep, I'm not sure if I like the spring forward because then I lose time. So if we can just, like, get rid of the spring one and just continue to get an hour of sleep in the fall, i would be good with that, girl. (laughs) You ain't got to fight (laughs) me. Prop 8, not the Prop 8 that we hated in 2012, 28, 2008, Oh, my God. That was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, Prop 8 regulates amounts of outpatient kidney dialysis clinic charged for dialysis treatment. The pro is of the dialysis is a life-saving treatment, but big dialysis corporations are making huge profits. Don't invest enough in basic sanitation and patient care. The con is that a bunch of kidney and dialysis clinics will close. La Fiesta Democrática dice to vote yes on A. It will require dialysis clinics to improve patient care, update equipment, and provide safe and clean facilities. Prop nine was taken out because I guess it was unconstitutional. I did not know that. I don't even know what prop nine was. So don't even worry about nine. You go from eight to ten. It's like those lines, like lambda lines, like lambda line phi lines, lambda line alpha lines, where like if the one and the two drop, their line is like a three, four, five, and six. Don't get it, but nine is nine, nine dropped. Let's just say that nine proposition nine dropped in the process. <laughs> All right, so Prop 10 expands local government's authority to enact rent control on residential property. The pro is that Prop 10 restores authority to establish rent control in local communities, putting fair annual limits on out when landlords can raise rent. Prop 10, uh, the con is that it will... Make the housing crisis worse, not better. Affordable housing advocates agree that Prop 10 is bad for renters. El party Democratic says yes on 10 and empowers local communities to liberate skyrocketing rents. Okay, vamos a la otra, la once. So Prop 11 requires private sector emergency ambulance employees to remain on call during work breaks. Pro is that California faces disasters too often, and this will ensure the EMTs can still get paid for their lunch and be able to take calls on their lunch. Uh, The con, there was no argument. Uh, And the Democratic says yes on 10. 11 is that it would, oh, wait, that was 11. (laughs) I'm sorry. The Democratic Party says no on 11 because it undermines basic workplace protections for hardworking and dedicated emergency responders. So basically, they won't have a lunch. And so they always have to keep working and they just have to find a a, a, a time to eat. I'm like, bitch, I like to eat. Give me a lunch. So I'm probably going to vote no for this one. And finally, 12, it will establish new standards for com- confinement of specific farm animals. The pro is they would bring new, um, I guess, regulations to farmers. And the con is that it will continue the ones. The Democratic Party says yes on 12 because it will prevent cruelty to millions of farmed animals by prohibiting unhealthy, cruel, and extreme confinement. All right, so there are your props. All right, and now we're going to move on to the people that are running to be thingy majiggies on our. You know, on our California thingy-majiggy. All right, so the first one I'm going to talk about is I'm going to tell you what they're running for. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the position, and I'm going to tell you, like, a sentence or two about who's running who. guys? hopefully that would help you vote. I'm not going to tell you who the California Democrats are boosting. Brooke, I want you to make your own decision, Brooke. I don't know if you're a Democratic or not. I th- okay. I I'm open to everyone as long as as long as you don't love Trump, because if you love Trump, you're probably not listening to my shit. I'm just saying. Okay, the first one on the book is a United States senator. So the senator serves in as one, serves as one of two senators who represent California's interests in the United States Congress. It proposes and votes on new national laws and votes on confirming uh, federal judges, U.S. Supreme Court justices, and many high-level presidential appointments to civilian and military positions. The first one that is actually running is Kevin DeLeon. And Kevin DeLeon, one sentence about his uh, thing on the book, it says, Only in America could an immigrant housekeeper's son like me grow up to lead the California Senate. And running against him is Diane Feinstein, who has been a California senator since 1992, uh, when the Terrible Tower chapter was founded at California State University, of Dominguez Hills. Whenever I hear that number, I just feel like I have to say that. It's like it was drilled into me. Not that I was, like, haste or anything, because Sable and Abbey International Fraternity Incorporated is a non pledging non-Hanjian or organization. Just throwing that out there. Uh, She has been a senator since 92, and one of her sentences says, I'm a consistent advocate for universal health care, women's rights, LGBT rights, and the rights of immigrants I've taken on the NRA to get the assault weapons off our streets, fought for equal pay for women, and sponsored legislation to protect DREAMers and end our outrageous policy of separating children from their parents at the border. I promise I was just one sentence. Uh, Whoever wins this will join the current... um, one of our current senators, which is Kamala Harris, uh, so she, they would join her in as being one of the two senators in California. Up next, we have the candidates for governor. Basically, the governor of California will be as the state's chief executive officer, will oversee most state departments and agencies, and appoints judges. Proposes new laws, approves and vetoes legislation, and submits the annual state budget to the legislature. It mobilizes and directs state resources during emergencies. Uh, so it's Gavin Newsom, who was the last lieutenant governor, um, uh, and now he's running for governor. He beat out Villaragosa during the primaries, uh, and running against him is a Republican, John H. Cox. I'm not going to read much about them because Gavin Newsom actually does not have his candidate statement. He is that sure of himself. (laughs) And then up next, we have our lieutenant governor, who Gavin Newsom used to be. Uh, and our lieutenant governor assumes the office and duties of governor in the case of impeachment, death, resignation, removal from office, or absence from the state, serves as president to the state senate, and has a tie breaking vote, uh, chairs the Commission for Economic Development, is a member of the State Lands Commission, and Oceans Protection Council, and sits on the boards of California University Systems, which is important. Uh, running is as- a Eleni Konalakis. I should know this name because I met her a couple weeks ago. They were having phone banking at our office, and she came in. Uh, and against her is Ed Hernandez. They're both Democratic. So Eleni says uh, she wants to protect California values of diversity and opportunity because they power our economy. She will fight for affordable education by political by opposing tuition hikes at the UCs and CSUs and community colleges. Ed Hernandez is a doctor, Ed Hernandez actually, is actually a state senator and small businessman. He's running for lieutenant governor to expand access to healthcare, lower cost lower the cost of prescription drugs, fight for working families, protect our environment, and make higher education more accessible and affordable. You make your own decision. Uh, Up next is our Secretary of State. Our Secretary of State, as the State Chiefs Elections Officer, oversees the statewide election and provides public access to campaign and lobbying financial information. The Secretary of State maintains certain business filings, authenticates trademarks, regulates notaries, public, and enables secured creditors to protect their financial interests and preserves California history by acquiring, safeguarding, and sharing the state's historical treasures. That was a mouthful. And running against running against each other is actually Democratic and a Republican. Uh, the first one is Alex Padilla, who's Democratic. Uh, he is running to continue serving. Oh, he's the current Secretary of State. And he says on his first term, he worked to expand access to ballot bots, to protect um, our election security, and because of his work, California is now adding millions of eligible voters to its polls. To its roles, I mean against him we have mark p muser who is a republican and he says i hear first hand accounts of californians who have watched as a non citizen voted and or learned of a dead relative who voted i am a native californian who practices constitutional and electoral law okay i just read that and that made no sense because non citizens cannot vote <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i have to laugh like, you cannot vote if you don't have an ID. And even if you have a license, which non-citizens can get, they, you can't vote with that. Ay, Dios mío, la gente. And it says, and I've learned that a dead relative has voted. How did they vote if they were? Okay, I'm going to stop. Okay. I feel like I'm guiding you, but that just sounded stupid to me. Then we have our, our state controller. As a state chief fiscal officer, serves as the state's accountant and bookkeeper for all public funds. So these people have to be good in money and with numbers. So I would never be running for controller, just putting that out there. I suck with numbers. Um, I don't, That's why I don't even know how old I am. I tell people that I'm 25, and I'm doing the, the Tina the Tina Turner shimmy right now when I say this, Mm-mm, you know, what's love got to do with it? Uh, it We have Betty T.G. running, and she says that she's a proud of her accomplishments in the office during her first term to safeguard our tax dollars, expertly managing the state's cash, avoiding any external borrowing by paying the bills for California. So she's running for re-election. And then running against her, we have Constantinos Rodites, who's Republican. And he says that there is no on a service of labor tax. We can't afford it. As a controller, I will fight to make California affordable, not seeking new ways to tax you. He wants to say yes and sits. Okay, and that's what he said. Anyways, moving on. Nos movimos a la net. And then we have our treasurer. Look, they're getting less and less interesting to me. Entonces, I'm going to read you, like, a couple more, and then we're moving on. <laughs> okay, so for our treasurer, our treasurer is a state's banker, manages the state's investments and administrators for sale and state bonds and notes. Uh, running is a Republican Greg Co- Conlon, it uh, says the generous pensions granted public employees has caused irresponsible, unfunded pension and healthcare reliability of nearly $300 billion. I will stop that. Running against it, we have Fiona Apple. I'm just kidding, we have Fiona Ma. <laughs> and she's my mama, uh, she's a Democratic Party. I'm a, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> And she said that she would lead the major overhaul to restore trust in the State Board of Equalization. Then we have our Attorney General. Running for Attorney General, uh, the Attorney General is a state chief law officer, ensures that the state laws are enforced, and investigates fraudulent and illegal actividades. Running, we have a Republican, Steve Bailey. Who said that these dangerous experiments have, they, the California has done, has led to early release of sex offenders, reduce the penalties of many offenders, and reduce the eliminated important tools used by judges to keep dangerous criminals. And he will make sure that they all stay in jail. Uh, Javier Becerra, who's a Democratic, said that as the Attorney General and Chief Law Enforcement Officer, he will fight and win for Californians and our values. He is taking such traffickers, the NRA, Big Oil, Big Banks, and the Trump administration up. Okay. You make your decision, y'all. Okay, tenemos uno más. For our insurance commissioner... Sorry, I burped. Porque, you know, I don't have insurance... Uh, they were head the of Department of Insurance, which enforces California insurance laws and adopts regulations and implements laws. We have Ricardo Lara, who I actually met at the Bernie rally. Oh, I didn't even say that. I met Bernie Sanders. Oh, my God. How can I forget that? On Saturday, I met Bernie Sanders. Was it this Saturday? Last Saturday? One of the Saturdays. Maybe last Saturday. I met Bernie Sanders, um, and it was kind of surreal. I helped... Uh, like, get this rally together with Bernie Sanders. Kamala Harris was supposed to show up, but she didn't show up. And Barbara Lee, uh, because Barbara Lee is one of the co-authors of the Me- of Measure AA, and we, I was able to go backstage, help with volunteers uh, for the rally and for Measure AA. I got to shake um, Bernie Sanders' hand, hear him talk. I got to hang out with Barbara Lee again. Uh, that was actually pretty cool. All right, so anyways, and I met Ricardo Lada there. So Ricardo Lada said that he believed the healthy and honest and competitive insurance market is one of, the, one of the most important ways to provide a security that we all need. And running against him we have Steve Poissoner, who is no party preference and he says that he's actually served as a California Insurance Commissioner before from 2007 to 2011 and they say he's seeking for a second re-election and he is running independent because the California Insurance Commissioner is a regulatory requiring fears independent former insurance companies and partisan and partisan party part of politics. Yeah, I don't And then people are running for district. uh, And there's four districts in California. District 1, 2, 3, and 4. Obviously because there are four districts. Ay, Dios mío, que pendejo. Alright, I'm done with this little book. If you have not read your California General Election uh, booklet, you need to read it. And if you heard this, i give you some ideas. You probably have your own county ones. I'm not going to read you the county one, porque hablé mucho. We're going to go on to a person of the week. And that's how that cookie crumbles. Go vote! (laughs) I am American, American. Yo soy americano, americano. Okay, if I was, like, having a verse in this song, i probably, I don't know, I pensando, like, what would your verse be, Maori? And I was thinking that, like, um... It would be something like, Jumbo! Because I always say Jumbo. I know that sounds stupid as fuck, but it's from me Girls. They simply go Jumbo. So I would start the song with like, Jumbo! It would be like, came from immigrant parents, came out at 18. I'm still gay as fuck. Something like that. I don't know. Those are the first lines. And something like, I wanted to say something like, you say I'm too loud, and I dead drop and say, yes! but I'm not a singer so maybe I shouldn't write a verse. Or maybe I should write a verse and make a YouTube video, make a complete asshole myself, and I'll make it up. A- Never mind. I need to stop because this is the next portion of the, of the podcast where we tell you about the person of the week, the LGBT or person of color of excellence of the week. And this week, I have to give it to the Georgia candidate for governor, Stacey Abrams, who has been just kicking ass she will be the first black woman to be Governor of Georgia since like Georgia became a state. I say quiet because I'm, I'm waiting for that to sink in. First black woman to be Governor of Georgia since since Georgia became a state. That's a big fucking deal. Uh, before this, Stacey Abrams, uh, who was born in 1973, my favorite number, 73, woo woo, uh, is an American politician, lawyer, and novelist. She served as a minority leader of the Georgia House of Representatives from 2011 to 2017, uh, because now she's running for governor, bitches. Um, she's running up against this Republican man who has... Uh, his name is Brian Kemp. He is the current governor, I believe. If I'm not, uh, I guess. I don't. No, he's not. He's a candidate for governor of Georgia, and he's actually the secretary of state for Georgia, the Peach. So all my uh, peach loving people, you know, uh, who love houses of Atlanta, I need you to vote for Stacey Abrams. Everybody is. Basically, she is the person that's going to change shit in Georgia uh, because this Brian Kemp person is racist. He has worked with uh, very closely with Trump and his administration. He's known to have worked with uh, white nationalists. And this black woman is about to kick his ass as long as everybody in Georgia comes and votes. Uh, For Stacey Abrams, people in Georgia, the the Republicans in Georgia have been making it really hard for people to vote. Just the voter suppression has been insane in Georgia. Entonces, I need you all, if you're in Georgia, to vote. I need Kenya and Nini and all them girls to come out and vote. Uh, President Obama most recently uh, was endorsed her. And I believe I can read what President Obama can say about her. Ella dijo, I mean, let me check, Team A. If you want to find out more about Stacey Abrams, just Google, Not, I mean, well, of course go her name. But if you go on Instagram, just go hashtag Team Abrams. Entonces, what President Obama said, one election won't fix everything. When Stacey is governor, it's not as if suddenly racism and sexism vanishes. It's not as if suddenly we don't still have a problem in our criminal justice system. It doesn't mean suddenly our poverty is cured. But you know what it does mean? It means things will start getting better. And that's how change happens. We do... The work, we get it started, and it gets better. And then we do more work, and it gets a little better. So if you don't like what's going on right now, don't complain. Don't get anxious. Don't throw your hands up in despair. Don't boo. Don't hashtag vote. That's what he said about people voting for Stacey Abrams. So, Stacey, I'm going to congratulate you on Wednesday when you beat Brian Kemp. So the only camp I like plays for the Dodgers, but I don't want to talk about that because that's a sore subject right now. I'm still mourning for the Dodgers. And with that, we're going to move on to our next segment. We did the question of the week. We did our person of the week. And if you listen to my podcast, and hopefully you are returning, we are going to move to our Today in the Country segment. So, I'll see you there. This is number one champion sound. Yeah, Estelle, we about to get down. Get down. Who the hottest in the world right now? Just touch down in London town. Bet they give me a plan. Tell them to put the money in my hand right now. Set a promoter we need more seats. We just sold out all the floor seats. Take me on a trip, i like to go someday. Take me to New York, i love to see her. American boy. All right, so let's see what's happening up in the country. Aquí in America, Los Estados Unidos. All right, so the first thing I need to mention is this stunt that Este pendejo, uh, number 45, Trump, tried to do. So, in an interview that he did last week, he said that he was going to make an presidential um, executive order ending birthright citizenship. And the reason why I call it a stunt is because he doesn't have the power to do that. Like, birthright citizenship is in the fucking Constitution of the United States. He cannot change the Constitution of the United States. That He has to jump through so many hoops so that even to be considered. So I call it a stunt because he wants to, like get all his, like, Trumpsters riled up and be like, yeah, end birthright citizenship, yeah, don't let the caravan in, they're dangerous for us. And I will read you the part of the 14th Amendment that says that he cannot end birthright citizenship. 14th Amendment, Section 1, says, All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the states wherein they reside. This was ratified after slavery was um, made unconstitutional, and he cannot change it. Ay, me enoja. Me hace... Que me I como que I'm going to have a like, convulsing in my estómago, And I'm going to throw up on his face. But then I remember that I probably loved the food that I ate. And I'm not going to throw that shit because it was probably tacos. And I'm not trying to throw up tacos. Eating more tacos is going to make the Trumpsters get mad. So eat more tacos. All right, moving on. Uh, There's been just an array of shootings. Happening in the United States, I can't even keep track of all the shootings that are happening. There was a shooting that happened in Pittsburgh at the synagogue where, what was I think it was like a 97-year-old Holocaust survivor died at the shooting. He was one of the, I believe it was 11 people that were killed. So he survived the Holocaust. So this this Jewish person, 97-year-old survivor, survived the Holocaust, but then was killed here. There was another shooting that happened uh, somewhere else, and the one that I heard most recently was there was someone that killed people at a yoga studio in Florida, Then there was this other shooting that happened at a school. I read a tweet somewhere that there was a shooting that happened at a school. And a a student was killed. And then classes resumed. I have no words for that. Like, just classes just kept going. And then there's this other thing that happened in Missouri that nobody is talking about. And I really want to bring attention to uh, is. Danny Jones. He was a Black Lives Matter activist. His mom was an activist in Missouri. Um, He was found hung from a tree on October 17. There has been no media coverage about this. Um... He was found with his pants down behind his mom's house, hung from a tree, and they're classifying as suicide. Let me be very clear about this. This is not a suicide. This is a black man being lynched in 2018 in the United States. So if you have not heard about it, please go to social media. Hashtag Dany Jones. It's D-A-N-Y-E-J-O-N-E-S. Hashtag him. Look up the hashtag so you can see more things that, are ha- that happen. I cannot even begin to imagine that we are still lynching people in the United States and trying to cover it up like if nothing happened. I, there's so many things happening in the... In the In our country, that I just don't even know where to start. And I'm just trying to give you the basics of what's happening, Uh, other than the election and uh, people in California, I mean, people in Texas voting for Beto O'Burke. So I'm out here trying to think of some positive news. And I think the only positive news I could think of is like Cardi B finally clapped back. No, this bitch clap back. She posted all these videos. If you haven't heard it, look it up on YouTube. It's no longer on her uh, Instagram. I think my favorite part of the clap back was when she was like, you need to focus on your craft, because you out here looking like a fool. I was like, oh. Oh, and she said, I'm tired of talking about it. If you want to talk about it, you know who to link up. We can talk about it. We can fight about it. I was like, damn. I was like, Nikki, you better watch out, because Cardi B is gonna... This bitch is gonna fight someone. Like, you know, El Zapato? I'm just saying. That that Ellen episode when the little girl dressed like um, Nicki Minaj, and then she put the shoe on her... Still my favorite part of the of the month. I'm just saying, still my favorite part of October. Um, another positive news that I'm trying to think of the United States, I'm trying really hard to think of positive news, bitches. I just call y'all bitches, I'm sorry. Uh, another positive news is Simone Biles uh, just made history by being the first woman to win four all-around world titles. This girl, she's like the, defini- the definition of black girl magic. There was a Twitter picture that she took uh, before she won this title, this national t- uh, our world titles. And then somebody tweeted at her and said, we need an updated picture. And she responded and she said, what, do you want me to break my neck? Damn. Okay, positive news, yo, positive news. All right, and with that, we're going to you know end this segment of what's happening in the world because I'm your American boy and we're going to figure out what's happening in El Mundo. So I'll see you in El Mundo. I used to love Green Day when I was uh, in middle school and in high school. So I remember American Idiot because I "I don't want to be an American idiot. And then they made a a musical about it, I think. Anyway, regardless, uh, beside the point, uh, welcome to uh, Hoy en el Mundo. Uh, or today in the world, Uh, entonces vamos a hablar de lo que está pasando en el mundo. The first thing that I really want to talk about is about this quote-unquote caravan that's happening. So I'm sure we've all seen it on the news. We've all seen it, you know, Trump talking about it. We've seen all these people trying to explain what it is. Somebody posted something on Facebook that really hit me, and it said, it's not a caravan, it's an exodus. And then they show this picture of how it says none of us could imagine how bad life has to be to walk 2,000 miles with your children to escape it, but your ancestors can. And it shows a picture of, like, the people who are trying to get here from Central America, and then a picture of all the white people that came to America originally on boats. Um, so it really hit me, and so I wanted to really get the facts and explain to you the facts of what's happening, and why is it such a big deal, and why there is thousands of people uh, coming from Central America. So there's thousands of migrants from Central America who are struggling to come north, uh, and they're currently in Mexico. Uh, they're fleeing persecution, poverty, and violence in their home countries of Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador, so in Central America. Uh, this, they're they're doing this, even though they know the journey poses a host of dangers such as dehydration, criminal gangs, uh, but they all say that they're traveling together because it's the safest way to do it. Uh, This started on October 12 when, um, People from Honduras, uh, the city of San Pedro Sula, a group of one hundred sixty people gathered and said that they were going to flee and they needed to get out. Once they started marching, October third, more than a thousand Hondurans are uh, joining, join and ever since they crossed into neighboring Guatemala and then Mexico, with thousands of people that uh, joined along the way, they've been marching every day. They've been trying to get to Mexico, trying to get as close to the border of the U.S. All of them, they're coming here for a better opportunity, for a better life in the U.S. and Mexico. Um, You have to understand that Honduras, which has a population about 9 billion, has an Endemic problems with gang violence, drug wars, and corruption. The wider region of Honduras has the highest murder rates in the world. So these people are just trying to be safe. This is not gang people. This is not dangerous for the United States. This is people trying to reach asylum and trying to get asylum to the United States, which is many people that come here, quote-unquote, the right way do it. They just they get asylum because they are not safe in their countries. And so that's what I really want people to understand. Um, these people are just trying to... You know, just like many of our parents find a better world in the United States, not knowing that we're going to shit anyways. Porque con pendejo office. I just, I need some hope. I need some hope. I really do. And I feel like, hopefully, after Election Day, I will find some hope. I really will. It'll be some sunshine of some sort. Ah, oh, Dios mío. Okay, anyway, so uh, something else that's happening in the world is... I'm sorry that I have to go back to bad news, but a couple months ago we talked about Bolsonaro in Brazil and how he's worse than Trump. And all I'm going to say is after the election in Brazil, this bitch won. He won. He's the president of Brazil. I want to stand with brothers and sisters in Brazil in solidarity. I und- We understand what's happening. We have a pendejo in office, too, and now you're going to have one as well. And I just hope that this does not mean that things are going to get worse in the world. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's all I can really talk about the world right now. Um there's a lot of shit going on. That's all I got to say. So, yeah, I'm going to move on to, you know, some hope. Let's all just talk shit together. So let's talk some shit, shall we? <laughs> yeah, this is America. Hey, runs in my area. I got this trap. Hey! I got to carry them. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, I'ma go get the bed. Yeah, yeah, or I'm gonna get the pet. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like yeah. We go no, like yeah, so <laughs> go cast some guys, come on, go and get your money, get your money, get your money. Alright, it's the my favorite time of the podcast. It's gonna well, I got out. All the shit that I've been holding in, and I just get to talk it along with you, and we get to talk some shit. So, first off, um, I want to talk shit to the teachers of Idaho of Heights Elementary School in Middleton who dressed up as their annual holiday. And they dressed up as the border wall and Mexican stereotypes. Yes, these were teachers. Teachers that teach in Idaho. And they dressed up as Americans. Stereotypes holding pieces of the wall that says make America great again. And the other half of the teachers dressed like Mexican stereotypes. There was a piñata. Let me tell you this. The piñata costume was only cute when I did it two years ago. Porque yo soy latino. And I'm Mexican. And with that, I will move on to... uh, Even if you're Latino... And you're not from Mexico... And you dress up like a Mexican stereotype... Which I saw some of my Latino friends... Dressed up like the drunk Mexican... Let me tell you, that is still insulting. And today, in 2018... I still have to fucking remind people... We all still have to fucking remind people... That if it's iffy, and if you're insulting a race, a gender, an ethnicity, it's probably wrong. If you're white, and you're doing a character that's a black character, your ass don't need to do blackface. You really don't. I have a friend who dressed up with his family as Loteria, and he happened to be a Negrito in Loteria, which I have a whole other issue with. But he did not do blackface. He didn't have to do be blackface, because we all knew who he was. If you did, you know, Shuri, you didn't have to do blackface. For those people who did, you're still a fucking dumbass because you still did it. I saw this fraternity in somewhere in the United States. I don't even want to think about it. One of them dressed up as a Mexican, and the other one dressed up as ice. And the the guy that the white guy that dressed like a Mexican had like cuffs on him. You fucking bitch. All I have to say is, fuck you, teachers at. Idaho, I hope your ass gets fired. I hope all of you get fired. Um, I want to say fuck you Paris Hilton. Um, you were always canceled and you will continue to be canceled in a tweet uh, and not Paris Hilton not Stars are Blind. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Paris Hilton. He tweeted, I don't agree with Donald Trump on many things, but I do think that if a child is born in America to parents who are here illegally, that they should not be granted automatically citizenship, and I say this as a liberal, as in a Latina. Bitch, neither the liberals or the Latinos want you. Let me just say that. Second of all, you're a fucking white Latino, nobody gives a fuck what you say. I don't give a fuck what you say. So fuck you, parents, Hilton. You have been canceled, you continue to be canceled, nobody wants to hear you, nobody wants to see you, bye. End of story. Uh, And I've been meaning to talk about this. I'm going to talk about it now. Uh, This new La Llorona movie that's happening. I don't give a fuck. It was written and directed by white people. It doesn't matter how much you appreciate the Mexican culture. You will not get it right unless you are Mexican. Or Latino. Why couldn't they have a Latino produce it? Why couldn't they have a Latino or Latina write it? I'm just saying. IJS, you know? If you have anything else to talk shit about or anything to respond, I continue to... I have forgotten. Please email me at it's just a podcast.itsjustatalk at com, and all my social medias at itsjustatalk. We are going to skip the next portion, which is the... La Opinion, because I feel like this has just been a really long episode and I'm just really happy to see y'all. I really, really am. Um... And I'm just going to get one last thing out of my mind before this, you know, episode ends. What I really want to say is, look, if I don't send for you, don't come for me. There's been a couple times throughout the couple weeks where people just really want to come for me. And they don't expect me to then retaliate back. Trust me. I will keep my mouth shut unless you comfort me. It's like one of my mom taught me. Cuando era de niño, my mom said, would always say, you better not start a fight, but if some but you better finish it. And it's the same way. I'm not gonna comfort you if nobody's sending for you unless you comfort me. So don't be surprised if you think you're Beyonce and then realize that you're really Lativia. And I'm Beyonce. I'm just saying, trust me. I will always be Beyoncé. Sorry about it. And with that, I'm going to end this episode 007. It was so happy to be back with y'all. I am so happy to be back with y'all. I'm going to end it with the anthem of the rest of the year because uh, men are basura. And Ariana, thank you so much for this. you Nets. Thank you Nets. I'm so happy for my ex. Alright. I love y'all. Los quiero con todo mi corazón. I'll see you on episode 008. And I promise you it will be a consistent episode after this. I will be in New York next weekend. I will try really hard to record in New York and maybe I'll record with some of my New York sisters. Who knows? I love you all. Good night. Bye.